Okay, I'm back. Welcome back to the Ebby Online podcast. I was meant to take a break this week from podcasting as I started recording some of these episodes in March earlier this year. I released in July and have not had a break since while struggling other commitments and deadlines. There are also other topics besides relationships that I'm planning on publishing, and I think this week's one will be the last one in a while. But anyway, I digress. This week I'm joined by Ed, another male dating coach and a friend of last week's guest, James Tusk. I wanted to find out more about male dating coaches, what they teach men, how they view women in society today, incels and male entitlement to female bodies, and honesty when it comes to dating. My guest Ed travels around the world meeting women to date and coaching other men that struggle with women. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. So I, I guess you could say I'm like a, a dating coach, um, but I guess more specifically, I do more like what's known as day game. Uh, and day game is basically, um, you know, it, it's more of a focus on just approaching or, or like cold approaching people in public uh, to, you know, start off an interaction and, um, you know, see what can come from that. Uh, so it, it's not exactly the same as like a traditional sort of dating coach which is more like a, you know, sit down in a more of like a, you know, as, as you might find in like a therapy session, something like that. This is a bit more kind of like action-based, I guess you could say. So it's, it's more about sort of taking practical action. Are you picking up women to start relationships or is it for casual dating? Me personally or the, the clients? You personally and the clients. Um, so... Me personally, I, I tend to do more casual dating because that's just kind of like my own preference. But I guess with clients, it really varies. So some want to do just casual dating. Some are looking to find the one or find a girlfriend, find a long-term partner. Um, and others just want to, you know, some just want to improve their confidence. You know, some people, um, you know, they, or they might have like extreme social anxiety. So they want to, you know, focus more on that, but in a kind of dating context. So yeah, it really varies from person to person, I would say. And what brought you to becoming somewhat of a dating coach and getting into day game? Have you struggled with women in the past? Or yeah, yeah, what 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 got you into it? Um, yeah, so for me, yeah, it was definitely a struggle in the past. So like when I was at uni, um, I didn't really have a clue what I was doing in terms of uh, dating. So, you know, the, you know, it was only until I was about, 24 25 something like that when I kind of tried to you know take a more proactive approach to actually figure out like you know how the hell am I supposed to actually get a girlfriend or like how is it supposed to work because I didn't have a clue I was completely clueless um so yeah it kind of started off like that um and I kind of took a more kind of comedic angle to it initially so I was doing you know prank videos back in the day or like you know funny uh videos stuff like that and um, I would incorporate, you know, pick up or, you know, some kind of day game angle to some of the videos as well. So it kind of started off from a, a place of kind of ridicule or, or humor. And then it transitioned more into, I guess you could say slightly more serious. But in the end, it's all the way I see it is it, it is just, you know, uh, you know, it's, it should just be a fun activity that you enjoy. 
all the time, no matter what, anyway. Do you think pickup artistry works for men? Um, it depends what you mean by pickup artistry. Um, if you mean, because the thing is, you know, different people have different interpretations of what that means. So there's various connotations about it. So like, you know, traditionally pickup artistry might mean, you know, using tricks and techniques or, or even uh, some form of manipulation to kind of get people to like you or, or even more. Um, and if you're looking at it from that angle, then obviously that's something I stay away from. I don't associate with that. Um, but uh, if you, you know, if you mean just kind of cold approach, then yeah, that, that's what I focus on. So cold approach, it basically just means two strangers meeting for the first time, seeing if there's some kind of connection, seeing if uh, things can be uh, pushed further. You know, if, if you both like each other, that, that's essentially what it comes down to really. I have noticed that a lot of guys in your community go to countries in Eastern Europe or places in Russia, Ukraine, Odessa. Um, why are you guys drawn to those places? I know that some of you say that there is the most beautiful girls in the world. Is this true? Um, is it easier for you to pick up women in those countries compared to the UK or the USA? What's What's been your... Um impression of that I, I, I mean to be honest yeah I mean the, the, the girls here in general the standards of beauty are much higher than pretty much anywhere else in the world um, and yeah for whatever reason there are you know certain standards of beauty which attract guys to certain places um, you know for me yes I do find the girls here extremely attractive but it's not the only reason so like I always tell guys that yes you know if you are considering traveling then uh, you know, the women should be one consideration, but it shouldn't be your only consideration. So don't just come here just for the women. Um, and, and it's not going to work out really, um, you know, sustainably anyway, because even though there are extremely beautiful women here, you know, it's not without its difficulties and it's not without its disadvantages. Um, I guess the primary one being the language barrier. Um, so, so yeah, it's not like, you know, it's not like a perfect location, but in general, I, I do recommend traveling because it's just something different for, for a lot of guys and the experience is really, really cool. And, and I guess what it is for a lot of people in general is just, you know, the, the whole concept of the grass, the grass is green on the other side. So, you know, whenever there's a kind of change of scene or whatever it is, then, you know, that's always going to be more kind of mentally stimulating. And that, that applies to pretty much anything in life anyway. Why so, do you yeah. think it's harder for men to date women in the UK, places that are quite westernized, um, USA, places like that. Do you think feminism has become a problem and it's empowered women too much where they kind of look past men? Um, I don't know about that. I, I, you know, I think feminism might play a part in it. Um, but I think, it, you know, just I think it's just a general culture um, where um, there isn't as much kind of uh, polarity in terms of kind of genders uh, you know if you compare that to say eastern europe where you know the guys act very masculine the the, the girls act very uh, feminine and so there is that more uh, distinctive polarity between the two and that obviously transpires into the dating scene as well so like you know it, it's just a more bit more clearly defined whereas in in the uk um it's a bit more jumbled up uh, <clears throat> obviously you are going to get some who do subscribe to those gender roles uh, but there's also going to be a mix. So, for, and, and you and the thing is, you just don't know that until you know the person. 
And so, you know, let's say you are dating someone and you don't know them very well. You, you don't know where you where you stand. That that's kind of the issue with places like the UK or or, or America. You, you you just don't know about that person. You could end up offending them, or you could end up having an amazing time with them. You just don't know. And and that's kind of the issue with dating in uh, in the UK. I, I would say. Uh, but generally speaking, there, there is like you know there is it's just you know there are different um, you know cultural differences uh, in, in different parts of the world. So like in the UK, you know, the genders are a bit more mixed and, you know, there's not as clearly defined roles, I would say. Why, why did you turn your um, passion for women into a career with Travelling Mixed In? Because I've noticed that a lot of coaches, and I spoke to James, um, decide to get into, you know, picking up women, approaching women, day game, things like that. But then they decide to turn it into somewhat of a business. What attracted yeah. you to doing that and what was your reasoning? Well, for me, um, I feel like a lot of guys can kind of, uh, I guess, empathize with my own situation and vice versa. So like, you know, I, I, I see myself the way I kind of struggle with women and that applies to so many guys out there so many guys out there who who are struggling with dating or just meeting girls or meeting the right girl that kind of thing um it is an issue and, and it's an issue um as well just you know just generally stuff like you know social skills uh, when it comes to dating it's not easy for guys There's so many guys out there who, who are kind of finding it difficult um and it's not an easy thing to really talk about um it doesn't really get get discussed that much it's just it's just you know it just happens right you know, people when they talk about dating, oh, I met this person, whatever. You know, the success the success stories are fine, but there's so many guys out there. The stuff that doesn't really get talked about about the guys that struggle, um, and there's a hell of a lot of guys out there who who are um, struggling. So for me, yeah, part of the motivation is really about helping those guys and having that that really massive impact on their lives. I mean, for me, that's that's so empowering, and I love you know being able to just help guys out in that in that way. Um, and then when you combine it with other things as well, so like travel, uh, business, you know, it, it, it works out really good in general because, you know, travel for me is a passion that I really, really love. So if I can combine traveling with helping guys out, you know, it's win-win and it's, it's, it's really good. It's a really amazing experience. What would you say about, you know, I think it is scientifically proven it's to do with pair bonding. If you were constantly having hookups or casual sex, doesn't that like damage kind of your ability to pair bond and to actually bond with someone for a long period of time, say a potential spouse, wife, and to be able to settle down and to be able to build a family? Would you say no, that? No, I, I disagree with that. No, I think obviously maybe for some people that might be the case, but I can't, I don't think you can sort of, sort of generalize uh, saying something like that because, you know, some people might just be looking at, you know, in a certain stage of their life, they might just be looking for more casual stuff or more more fun stuff, which which is totally fine. You know, I don't think that should be seen as anything. I don't think that should be seen as positive or negative. It's just something that people like to do. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that you know, when some people reach a certain stage of their life, they might be looking for something a bit more serious or long term, and that's totally fine as well. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that either one is superior or inferior to the other. I think they're both relevant and have their place. Um, the only thing is, 
how that's communicated to someone that that's the only thing where it's a bit of a, a gray area it, you know it's how that is communicated to a new person so that you're both on the same page so that you know you're both uh, have a mutual understanding of what the other person wants essentially that that's where it can get tricky um but i don't i don't really think that um if you spend you know the majority of your life doing you know fun casual stuff that that's gonna that's gonna uh, negatively impact you when it comes to uh, you know, trying to find something more serious later on down the line. Maybe for some people it could be the case, but I don't think it's something that uh, for most people would be the case. Are you honest with women and upfront? Do you say I'm not looking for anything serious, just something casual? Or do you have a different approach? Because I was approached by a man where a couple of years ago, I was 22, um, who pretended that he was like, in my industry, which I guess is possible. I mean, if you have a website and a blog. So he sent me those and when I saw them, it was to do with attraction and stuff like that. He was kind of doing what you guys do, except he was UK based only, didn't travel and was focused on Alan Roger Curry. I've said his name correctly, it's not Curie. Um, and he used one mode on me. I did do some research and found out the technique he used on me. Um, it was something like, I wanna tease your sweet cheeks over some hot chocolate. I now find you very, very attractive. I don't believe in like monogamy. So I would happily have you as a friends with benefits or just friends. I will let you know when I decide and this type of stuff. So obviously I was a bit pulled back. I wasn't, this is why I don't think pickup artistry works. Cause I think you have to have some type of attraction to the person i don't feel because i feel uh, like let me stop you there let, let me let me stop you there um in some cases yeah uh, that you know it, it's ideal if there is attraction for the other person almost immediately but that's not always the case attraction can be built up uh, over time if there isn't that much attraction initially and that's actually where cold approach actually comes into play uh that that's where you know being able to have a you know a successful or or a, a good interaction with someone, uh, you can actually build up um, attraction because you know for for some people it isn't so much a, a you know physical or first impression space. It's more when you get to know someone a bit a bit longer. So attraction can be built. I understand that, but sometimes pickup artistry is sold to some men as in you can say these magic set of uh, words. You can touch her here, here, here and it will make her attracted to you. There yeah. was nothing, I could not have built any type of connection with this guy. He was a lot yeah. shorter than me. I'm five foot eight, he was about five foot five, five foot two, I don't know, just small. Yeah. I have a certain set of preferences. I go for quite tall men, um, six foot four, sometimes even higher than that, just, you know, six foot three, very, very tall. It would never, have been able to to work so I was a bit taken aback by his approach um why do you think some men will believe that you can 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 speak to a woman like that and are you up as upfront and as honest as this guy was with me saying that he just wanted to have casual sex and I just didn't like how he was saying everything is on my terms if I want to do this if I want to have be more than friends with you then I will do that and it was kind of like he was listing off some type of script but trying to make it natural it was over email um 
he was very friendly in person and had, you know, a good personality, but it just, I don't know. I don't think it works for me personally. That's my own personal experience, but you was upfront and as honest by saying, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm not going to waste your time. I just want to, you know, shag basically. Um, well, first of all, I think obviously you had like maybe one negative experience with a guy who, who was obviously immersed in, in the whole pickup. I know stuff. quite a few um, pickup pick guys. I know quite a few. I've read the get, I've read the game when I was 19. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that stuff is very old and outdated. And even myself, I think most of it is complete nonsense. Um, so it, it, I agree with you there. Like not, a lot of it is just a load of nonsense and it's, it's marketed in a certain way. That's, that's, you know, getting, it is basically making kind of false promises to guys thinking that, Oh, if you just touch a woman in this way and say these magic words, you're going to get her into bed. You know, that stuff is a load of nonsense. And it's not something that, that I, um, I, I ever, uh, uh, you know, tell my clients or anything like that you know the way I look at it is I try to be a hundred percent honest and look at the just the objective reality at every moment so you know if you know so for example these sorts of like techniques about like you know touching a girl when you're on a date or, or saying certain things um you know that stuff can help to build attraction or, or seduction whatever um, but it's not it's no guarantee of success and that and that's one thing that isn't really touched upon that much in the industry there's a lot of people out there who kind of make these like false marketing claims about oh yeah if you just do these three steps then you'll get any woman into bed which is just a load of nonsense it's like you know that might work some of the time but a lot of the time it's not going to work and that's got absolutely nothing to do with you know pick up it's, it's to do with other factors that are that are far more important than just game it could be um you know just a whole bunch of other things like you know look status uh uh you know personality etc etc loads of different things that come into play when it comes to dating um as for the second part of your question um from for me um when i'm dating uh I, I try to be honest but you know there is a limit to how honest you can be so like let's say uh, i'm not looking for like you know a really long-term relationship um i'm not gonna you know tell a girl that you know, I'm looking for a long-term relationship and, and I feel like I'm not entitled to do so either. So just because I'm dating someone uh, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I have to kind of, uh, I, I, I'm, it's almost like I have to prove myself otherwise, you know, it's like, oh, I need to be looking for a long-term uh, uh, relationship unless I have a good reason to, to not do otherwise and, and therefore I should say so. I, I don't think there's like, some kind of rule in that sense. Not necessarily. What I mean is, are you up front and do you just say, because I have had men say to me before, I have a girlfriend, really would like to have sex with you. Let me know. Are you that yeah. French man? Well, like with me, that, I mean, with me, I, I, you know, I, I, for me personally, I don't really talk about like, uh, you know, long term plans with a girl. I don't I think it's it's a bit uncalibrated to, to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I will never talk about, you know, long-term plans if it's like a first or second date. Do you um, say, if, I just want to have something casual and be friends? No, I, but I, I, might I might invite the girl uh, back to my place at the end of the date and she has the option to say yes or no. And then she has the option subsequently to see me again if she wants to. Like, there's loads and loads of girls that don't want to see me again after the first date because they assume that I only want to see them for sex which isn't actually necessarily true, but that's their assumption and they're totally entitled 
to not want to see me again after that in the same way that I'm perfectly entitled to invite them over to my place, you know, on the first day or second day or whatever. Um, so I don't necessarily think that there's a particular right or wrong with this kind of thing. It's just about kind of doing what you want to do. Um, and um, yeah, and, and just, just, yeah, just going along with it and then not, not being, not being disappointed or, or not being, uh, uh, you know, disheartened if, if the other person isn't on the same page as you, because, you know, that's just the nature of dating. Not, not everyone's going to be on the same page as you. So do you try and hook up on the first date? um sometimes yeah sometimes no depends depends how i'm feeling what's your reasoning for that to test to test drive to just you know to see no nah, it just depends how i feel depends what kind of vibe i'm getting with the girl depends how i'm feeling in the moment uh depends yeah just depends on my own life you know how i'm feeling sometimes i go through phases where you know i i just want to um you know get laid quickly and sometimes i, I want to you know not not get laid as often depends What's your success rate and would you ever pay for sex? Um, no, I wouldn't pay for sex. Uh, not right now. Maybe when I'm like 50 or something, when I'm like, when my, uh, my what's known as like a, you know, sexual market value has decreased to a point where it's not really efficient to, to kind of, you know, Let's go around that. cold approaching. Uh, well, obviously, as you get older, it's going to, you know, your looks aren't going to be quite the same. And obviously looks do matter when it comes to dating. I've never denied that. Um, and so obviously as you get older, you know, it's going to be increasingly more difficult, you know, I'm talking like over the age of like 50 or whatever, you know, it's going to be increasingly more difficult to, to get with young, attractive women. Um, and that's just the nature of rea reality. So yeah. at, at that point, maybe I would consider paying for it, but at, right now I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah. I would say it's probably difficult for men over 50 to date women, younger women, unless they have money. Yeah. And that, that's, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Do yeah, you, and, and even if if I yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in like a relationship. I was like, if I was fifty and I was had the money to spend on a woman, I wouldn't want that kind of relationship anyway because it, it just seems very kind of superficial, um, and it's not really something that interests me. What's your opinion on other men that pay for sex? Is it something that you encourage, or dis um, I, I I don't I wouldn't encourage it. I mean. I, I mean, if you're a guy who's, you know, at a certain age, then, okay, and you really want to, uh, you know, have sex with young, attractive women, then, yeah, okay, maybe if, if you're a bit of an older guy. But if you're, if you're, you know, below the age of 50 or, even, you know, maybe mid-40s, something like that, then I, I don't think you need to. I really don't think you need to. I think as long as you've got a positive mind, mindset about it, you can learn, um, you know, the, the skills required for, the, for doing this. And you can definitely improve your situation. You can you can find yourself relationships or um, you know casual sex or whatever you're looking for if it's a girlfriend, whatever. Interesting. Can you explain the red pill, blue pill, and black pill ideologies? And do you subscribe to any of these? Uh, not really. No, I don't really. I mean, I don't really subscribe to much. I, to be honest, I, I don't really care much for it. Um, you know, just, I guess, just a kind of a very crude summary. I mean, I guess the blue pill guys are guys who are like normal guys who believe in like a kind of a, a, a Disney fantasy of finding the one girl that's going to make them happy. Um, red pill are guys who are a bit more, uh, they're, they're, I guess, come to terms with like the harsh reality of the, of the dating marketplace. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, I guess they're a bit more cynical about it. 
Um, and then um, Blackfield guys, I guess, have just, to be honest, I, I don't really follow it much. I don't really care much for it. Um, but I know that there are obviously a lot of online communities out there of like incels and guys who are like from these communities where they can, um, I guess, yeah, just, just spout their, their stuff in, in a kind of cultish kind of way, which for me just never interests me. You know, whenever these like weird kind of cultish communities form, it just, it just doesn't interest me. E even the same with like pickup, you know, even pickup can be a little bit cultish. And that, again, that just doesn't interest me. I, I'm, I'm all about kind of normalizing it. I, I don't think it should be something that becomes weird and esoteric. It should just be something that, you know, just normal everyday guys can do, integrate it into your life, don't think of it as such a big deal. Don't form your whole identity around it. Don't be so emotionally invested in it. Just have it as some part of your, you know, one form of your life, basically. Have you come across any incels? Have you mingled with them? What's your perception of those types of individuals who, I guess, have faced a lot of rejection in their life from women, may not have the social skills acquired, believe they're doomed and then this kind of turns I guess into a hatred for women yeah um, I've, I've never I, yeah I've never met one in real life um I've met I mean I, I say met I mean I've encountered a few like online um and there have been a few quite a few actually who have commented you know on my YouTube channel um generally going along the lines of oh you're wasting your time doing this uh women are only interested in money or women are only interested in looks or women are interested in this and that when really it's just it's just very very it's just coming from a very defeatist mentality and um yeah you know as i said before like these guys are kind of forming coming together forming these identity groups where they can kind of uh, spout their kind of um, you know negative stuff um and yeah it's obviously people have got like a, a certain agenda a lot of it is almost a bit kind of misogynistic and you know almost us versus them kind of mentality. And it's just something that I don't think it's really helpful or necessary. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, anyone can date and anyone can get into day game or, or whatever method you want to go down. Um, as long as you've got a good attitude and, and you're, you're, you're relatively, you know, yeah, optimistic and, and just a generally good positive mindset. Uh, anyone, no matter what your current situation is, doesn't matter what you look like, how old you are, what your social status is you know where you are in the world anyone can improve their their dating life if they uh if they apply themselves do you have a personal good success rate so do you use i don't know apart from day game when it comes to things like dating apps do you use those as well as like approaching people in the street what would your success rate be out of the girls that you go on dates with and then they do decide to come back to your house how many of those would you say have slept with you um, well, with day game, um, yeah, I mean, I, I primarily focus more on day game, definitely compared to like dating apps, um, mainly because I find day game uh, just more enriching. It's it's more authentic. It's more genuine. Um, it resonates with me personally, um, and it's just more authentic. You know, it has way more advantages, I think, compared to um, dating apps or other or other forms of like meeting people mainly because, um, you know, you can actually get a feel for the person you're actually speaking to, which you can't really do with dating apps, for example. And when you do do day game efficiently, i.e. integrate it into your life. So you're not just spending hours and hours and hours 
walking up and down various streets trying to pick up girls when you're just more integrated into your life so you know you're, you're out for your grocery shopping you see that attractive girl you go out and approach her and you know you chat to her for five minutes and you just carry on with your day you know when you do that that really adds up and that can really um uh, be very you know a far more efficient way of doing it um and um yeah i mean as far as you know success rate to be honest like i i don't really put much emphasis on success rates in terms of like you know sleeping with a girl constitutes success i don't really see it like that you know i i just take whatever comes um yeah i'm gonna try and flirt with the girl i'm gonna try and escalate with the girl on a date if i find her attractive and yeah, I'm going to probably try and get her back to my place either on the first or second date. I don't necessarily think like, oh yes, I it, I got her back. I'm successful. Or like, oh no, I didn't get her back. She didn't want to come back to my place. Fuck, I failed. It doesn't work like that. Uh, the way I see it, you know, I, I for me, the journey is just as important as whatever the end result is. You know, I, you know, I, I just enjoy that the entire process of, of the whole thing not not just you know the sex or whatever so for me it's it's almost a bit of a it's just a bit of a pointless thing to talk about really um, and what do you yeah. tell women that you meet that your job is are some of them a bit how do they take that you you know you're a dating coach of sorts yeah i mean well it's just one of those things where you know it can it can put them off a little bit if i tell them um well, but yeah i mean What's that? Sorry. You're a Matthew Hussey. Is that what you say? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, to be honest, no, I just, yeah, to, I mean, for some of them, yeah, I mean, it, it can put them off a bit, but to be honest, I don't generally go into a huge amount of detail about it. To be honest, I don't even really call myself a dating coach because, you know, that comes with all kinds of weird kind of connotations. Um, normally, no, I just no, say, no. like, I just normally say, like, yeah, I help guys with their confidence, their social skills the dating staff, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah. Okay. And have you had any long-term or, you know, I would say any girlfriends, would you say any girlfriends from day game since, and how long have you been doing this? Um, so I've been doing it for about seven, eight years. No, uh, yeah, about seven years. Um, and yeah and yeah I've, yeah like literally and all of my girlfriends have been from day game i never had any girlfriends before day game um so yeah it's definitely a good way to uh, get a girlfriend for sure 100 percent um i think it's far better than all the other options uh mainly because obviously with with all i mean online dating most people would agree it's very it's just a bit trashy and very superficial uh the, the you know your other options are very limited you know if you're reliant on your social circle you know, there might be that attractive girl in this, in your social circle. If so, you're extremely lucky. But for most people, they don't have that luxury. Um, and so, you know, cold approach is definitely, um, you know, viable. It's probably the most viable option. Interesting. I, I guess there's a lot of rejection that comes with day game, though, because I know for women like myself, I'm a big girls girl, I have a huge group of girlfriends, um, especially if you live in this, a city like London, for us, anyone who comes up to me and talks to me, especially if they have a leaflet in their hand, I mostly have my headphones on and I will try and walk away as fast as possible. So yeah. would you say that it's a numbers game? Because I literally, I'm not gonna say I won't talk to anyone on the street, 
but it's very rare and it's normally a very natural conversation like waiting to get off the tube and I was and my friend said to me we were you know in public I would I would just hit the fire exit and say it wasn't a man but a woman in front of us heard and said I, I want to do that right now and then we get talking do you see what I mean and we have mm, a bit of banter yeah. back and forth it's only when someone overhears a conversation or something like that um so would you say that you know people that do day game do face a lot of rejection because I guess it's a numbers game yeah, hundred percent. It's a massive numbers game, um, especially when you're going uh, direct and you're stopping people in their tracks, like uh, out in public, especially if they're walking. Yeah, massive numbers game. Um, the majority of people, like it, it depends, like in what location you're doing it in. Um, but yeah, in London, yeah, I, I would say like at least half, if not more, are just gonna just not stop for you, or they're gonna just say something very briefly and just carry on. Because um, as you say, yeah, a lot of people associate it with like getting stopped for like, you know, signing up to a charity or, or someone selling you something. And it's just not something that you want to spend a great deal of time on. And that's understandable. So yeah, um, a lot of it, uh, you know, I always tell clients that you have to go in with this uh, mentality of just not caring about the rejection because you are going to get re rejected a lot. And that's just the nature of it. Um, but yeah, as you, what you said about, um, you know, just getting talking naturally, I think there is certainly a place for, you know, being a bit more situational, like not just going and saying like the, the, the same kind of direct opener that I, I always say, which is like, hey, excuse me, this is random. I saw you from over there, thought, thought you looked nice. So I wanted to say hi, um, but you can vary it up a bit. So like if you overhear them talking, then yeah, you could just join their conversation or something. Or if they're, for example, if they're shopping, you could say like, oh yeah, I think that would look good on you. And then just try and start a conversation that way. What I don't really advocate is, um having kind of false motives at the beginning so like asking for directions and then weaseling your way into kind of a or more kind of turning like, up at yeah. a journalism network event pretending to have a blog and then weaseling your way into my emails i i see your point yeah i take uh, it that's that's what happened to you then yeah and also i briefly when i was like 1819 was involved um, with someone from my friendship circle that had read the game. So I read the game and was very much into pickup artistry, magic tricks, etc., etc. So for me, if a man comes up to me like that, I instantly I, I said to the guy, like, I feel like you're trying to pick me up. My you know, not my hazards go off, but I tend to, yeah, it just, it wouldn't, wouldn't work. But would, for me, it's like, I, I went, let's just say this, I went out over the weekend and out of a whole club full of guys, bar full of guys, I'm barely attracted to say one or two of them. I'm, I can be quite fussy. So is it different for the men that you teach and for yourself where you can just, it's a numbers game and you just go up to people? because I don't know if that's something I could do personally, um, you know, like approaching just men in this, because I just wouldn't be attracted to most of you them. You could, if you, if you wanted to, you could, and your success rate would be extremely high. I know, I know, and that's why I-, I <laughs> This is one of those things. Sex, sex it's like, it, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I've, I've actually done like an experiment where, this was actually back in the day where like, I, I got one of my uh, friends uh, who's a girl and she, she went out and she approached a hundred guys and didn't do any talking. She just said, Hey, excuse me, can I get your number? So, and her success rate was 50%. So 
So 50% of guys gave out their number just like that, just straight off the bat. And um, so if, if you actually had a bit of a chat and you, and you actually, you know, tried to build some rapport, uh, have some banter and stuff, you know, and, and you had a good conversation with a guy, the, the, the results would have been even higher. Probably would have been more like at least 75%. So, you know, I, if, if girls did actually approach more, it would be, it would be really, really good. And, and actually, you know, and it's exactly the same principle that I tell guys. It's like, yeah, you're going to get rejected, but you're going to get like some real success and there's really nothing to be afraid of. I mean, just because someone says no, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's, it's not, it's not like they're going to bite your head off. You really got nothing to be afraid of. So I understand understand that um, as a woman, I know that I have like men, sex is easy for women to acquire. It's harder for men to acquire. I understand that. I know that if I, I, I've said this before, if I went up to some random guy on the street and said, would you like to come back to my house and have sex with me? Most of them would say yes. And that's probably why I tend to, you know, not value or value value <laughs> why am I speaking with value casual sex because it's so easy for me to do if mm. I it's yeah that makes sense boring do you see what I mean there's no I, I know 100% there. what you mean yeah. yeah I can have sex with as many guys as I wanted every day every week every month if I wanted to do that it's dark. however I, I don't think it's necessarily has to be so focused on sex it can just be you know a relationship um, if you really wanted to get a relationship you could approach guys and uh, there would definitely be guys out there who would be um, interested in the relationship. You know, just because uh, if a girl approaches a guy, it doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's because she wants sex. It could, it could be um, uh, for the relationship. It depends how you frame it, really. Um, I, would, I don't know. Even when it comes to relationships, I can be very fussy with who I would want to connect with. And I could be very, very attracted to six foot four, should we call him Chad? Um, a six foot four Chad. And then he's got no personality to back it up. And yeah. then I've just instantly turned off. I think a lot of girls nowadays as well, me especially, it's very easy to get the ick. You know, someone says the wrong thing and it's, it's talking, I was gonna go on a date with a doctor and he said to me that he believes that Matt Hancock, what happened to him was wrong and it's not in public interest. Instant turnoff as a journalist, that was 100% public interest. I now don't wanna date you because you've defended Matt Hancock. Your attraction right. plummeted, your number has been blocked. We will not be going for dinner anymore. Um, so I do think that women are more complicated than men realize, even when it comes to sex as well. It can be a turnoff to feel or to think that a man just wants to want you for sex. Because often in society, women are just viewed as pieces, as pieces of meat or just for their body. So it's like, you're just looking at my outer shell. You're not bothering with my inner. I am seen as a disposable commodity to you. That's how yeah. I sometimes, you know, view things. Um, so I don't know. I think honesty is the best policy. I would rather a guy say to me, I just want to have sex with you. And that's that. I, I like the blunt truth. And a guy that can handle rejection 
if I say no, I, I wouldn't want to be lied to just because you would know that I wouldn't want to deal with you if you just wanted me for sex. I think right. it's best not to waste people's time. And right. some women will say yes to that. Some women will say, yes, I just want to sleep with you. I'm cool with that. Let's go. I'm down. But others will not. Well, actually, I think like if they'll, you know, okay, obviously like a lot of girls as a generalization, they, they do want to find like a long-term relationship. However, obviously there are, there are, I guess you could say a minority of girls out there who, who are just looking to hook up or, or something a bit more fun and casual. Um, even in those cases, you know, a, a, the girl will still, will, will not want, wouldn't want it if the guy is too upfront and too direct and just, you know, is too forward and be like, okay, let, let's go back and have sex and that kind of thing. You know, it has to be done in a far more subtle and seductive way rather than just a very kind of blunt way, even for the girls that are, um, looking for something uh, more casual because you know the girl the girl wants to be you know she wants to feel special she doesn't want to feel you know slutty or or or, or kind of um, whatever you know she she wants to feel special and there, there needs to be some kind of seductive dance taking place between the man and the woman even in those cases as well to some extent obviously less if it's like you know if the girl's looking for um or, or sorry um yeah less if she's looking for something casual and more if she's looking for something uh more serious like long term I do think, um, what was I going to say? So, I, I know, some men do think they are being smooth when they are not. So I've been on dates in the past um, where men sometimes feel like they can impress me with their status, which is fine. You know, after dinner, please come with me, please come with me. I need to unplug my car, it's charging. You know, I don't care if you've got a Tesla, I can't even open the door to get in. So, and that to me is not smooth. And the smoothness of them trying to get me into bed is just like, eh, when it's very quick like that on the first date. So yeah. I don't know, each, each to their own. I don't think I've met a really, really, really smooth guy in a long, long time. Yeah. And I think from your perspective, it, it would be difficult anyway, um, because obviously you, you can't, it sounds like you, 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 you know what you're looking for and therefore you kind of, you, you're the way you're kind of looking at it is, is going to be defined from your own perspective of the fact that, yeah, you are looking for something more serious. And so if there is any point where the guy has been, or Not like if, they, if the, it just can't be, I don't, I don't do shallow connections. My friendships with the people yeah. that I'm very close with, whether that be female or male, non-sexual, have depth, have trust, have loyalty, have understanding. I wouldn't just give my body to somebody who I didn't feel deserved it. Who yeah. I didn't and that's the thing, if, if a guy did meet you, whether that be yeah. long-term or short-term, or we don't have a title at all. Sure. But yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing, because obviously you, you seem quite clear in terms of what you're looking for and what you want. Um, you know, that, that, you know, it doesn't matter how smooth the guy is. Um, he's, it's going to be very, very little he can do uh, to change your mind anyway, because it sounds like, you know, you're very clear in terms of what you're looking for and not much is going to change that. So if the guy is trying really hard to get you in bed on the first date, it's just not going to happen because, you know, from your point of view, you know, you're very kind of, um, uh, you're very, you, you know, you've clearly defined what, what it is you're looking for and, you know, no amount of game or seduction or whatever pickup ability is going to change that. 
I don't think it can be measured that way. It's about meeting the person for me and their energy. I guess you can tell when someone's a bit, I wouldn't say slimy, but I can tell when I'm just another notch on the bedpost and they may not want, I don't know, a, a, a proper interaction, you know. Yeah. I'm very easily turned yeah. off by those guys. It's very easy to kind of weed them out. But I can't say that I wouldn't sleep with someone on the first day and then build a connection with them. It just depends on the individual at the time. Energy is different with everyone, you know. Sure. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense for sure. Uh, that's even the same with me to some extent as well, because, um, of, yeah, for me, I go through kind of phases in terms of my mood, in terms of like, you know, do I feel like sleeping around or you know, having fun, casual stuff or whatever. Um, but sometimes, you know, the, the vibe of the person can have that impact on me. Um, maybe, you know, I, you know, maybe if I wasn't really feeling it that much uh, before I met the person or like before I went on a date with the person, maybe that changes when I'm actually on a date with them. You know, uh, things can change, you know, it depends on the energy, the vibe and that kind of stuff. Um, not just for me, but also the girl as well. Does status matter more than looks? Um, probably yes. Depends on the girl. But in general, as a generalization, I'd probably say yes. Um, you know, you can see examples of that. You know, if you take famous celebrities, they're not necessarily good looking, but they have extreme status. And yeah, they have extremely high um, sexual market value as a result of that. Um, so yeah, in general, I would say so. Yeah, um, I, I've never. I mean, I mean, and I can only. Re I can't really speak from personal experience because you know I don't have that much status, as it were, in terms of like you know popularity or fame or whatever. So uh, yeah, but in general, yeah, it's uh, it's. I would say yes, it matters more. What is a woman's uh, sexual? What did you just say? Sexual market value. What's a high yeah. value woman to you in your eyes? Um, I guess obviously physical attractiveness is very uh, important. Um, that's just biology. Uh, that's going to be pretty much the case for the vast majority of guys in terms of their, what they're looking for. Um, so that's sort of definitely up there. But above and beyond that personality is still extremely important um how how she carries herself me personally what i personally look for is um sense of humor uh open-mindedness how down to earth they are uh th those would be the, the key things for me um and how 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 well we kind of vibe and get on i guess in general um because that really varies from person to person um but beyond that yeah uh just just i guess just a normal person i guess would you say or have you experienced people with, I would say, dark triad personality traits, one being Machiavellianism, um, being drawn to your community? Um, well, you do get all kinds of people uh, getting into this. I'd say like majority of guys who, who get into pick up a day game, they're, they're pretty cool guys, they're sound guys, they're just guys who want to improve their situation. They've got, a, you know, they've got a bit of you know, desire inside of them, they've got a bit of ambition, and which is obviously a positive trait because they're, they're trying to improve themselves uh, in some capacity. So, so, so yeah, you get guys who are quite driven. Um, you do get a few bad apples as in, as in any place, you know, in any community, you're always going to get a few bad apples, guys who, 
who get good at it and then they maybe abuse their power a little bit it's like almost like a newfound power that they've gotten and they abuse it a bit so they might end up being a bit misogynistic towards girls um treating them badly because they can because they've got this newfound ability uh to you know improve their results when it comes to dating so so yeah it can be abused but in general no most guys are cool most guys uh, have good intentions or you know they're just normal cool guys would you say that you are hooking up with like the same person over and over again sort of a friends with benefits or is it multiple women at once how many dates do you go on a week um i don't really do multiple women at once um mainly because i don't really have time for that and also it's not something I want to necessarily do anyway. And also there comes a, there definitely comes a point in any relationship where you do need to set out what's, what's happening. You do need to be honest. You do need to actually tell them what, what's actually going on, obviously, when, it, when things start to become a bit more serious. Um, uh, as for how many dates I go in a week, um, it depends. So it depends where I am in the world. So like right now in Ukraine, I've been going on, you know, a few dates a week, um, Last year I was here as well. I was going on a date with a new girl or like almost every day at one point, which was too much. Um, and when I'm back in London, I, I, I normally do less because I've got other stuff to do. I want to see friends, want to do other activities and stuff. So it really depends uh, what, what, where I am in, in life at that particular moment. But the way I look at it is that, you know, dating is just one aspect of my life. I don't, I never kind of revolve my life around dating. So that's one trap that some guys fall into is where, almost like their whole life revolves around picking up girls or going on dates or dating in general, when really it shouldn't be that way. It should be the other way around, I think. That's that's what I was going to say. Is that not boring chasing tail every day? Like to me- Yeah, it is, 100%, boring. yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's, drain, it's not just boring, but it's also like just mentally draining, um, spiritually draining, emotionally draining as well. Um, it's so important to have just a well-rounded life. And that's something I always tell guys as well, like, you know, you should always, um, you know, get your life sorted out in general, whether that's, you know, fun activities, hobbies, but also, you know, job, career, uh, etc. And and divide divide your time, you know, spend some amount of time in your life, picking up girls, dating, etc. But don't spend an excessive amount of time uh, on it, because that's not gonna be, uh, you know, it's not gonna yield good results. How would you pick me up if you could? If I was walking down the street and you thought I'm going to pick her up, what lines would you use? Depends on the context, really. I mean, if you were just kind of like walking down uh, the street and I and I noticed you, it, it would be just like a generic opener that I always use, which is like, "Hey, excuse me, this is random, but I just saw you. I thought you looked nice. Wanted to come and say hi." Um, and then from there, just trying to develop a conversation um, as I can, uh, depending on how receptive you would be. So like if you were quite receptive to it, like, oh, thank you. That's really nice. Um, then that would be like a positive signal to like continue a bit more. Um, and then, yeah, I would, yeah, just try and develop a conversation from there. So like maybe I, obviously because the, the hard part is like the fact that we don't really know each other, but we're still trying to get like a decent kind of conversation going. Um, so maybe I'd pick out certain things that I would notice about you. So it could be like what you're wearing, what you, maybe you're holding some bags, maybe you look like you just came from the gym. So I'd maybe start off the conversation just commenting on that, maybe building some kind of assumptions, but trying to make it fun and playful at the same time. Do you, because I've seen videos where 
you'll have a group of men out and they'll be like, I don't want to say loitering, but they'll be, you know, on the street and then they will see a woman and they will run up to her and that type of thing. Do you have to set out like a certain amount of time to do day game? Um, no, it's whatever you want, really. I mean, you could spend the whole day doing it. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could. Um, no, it's just whatever you want, really. I mean, normally I would recommend like, if you are going to do like a dedicated session, because if, if that guy who's a beginner and he's starting out or, you know, beginner intermediate, and, it, and there's obviously there's room for improvement, then doing dedicated sessions is definitely ideal because you do need to get the practice in. But if you're more of an advanced guy, then um, yeah, I say like you should just try to integrate it more into your life. Maybe do some dedicated sessions either by yourself or with a friend. Um, but yeah, there's no like set time that you should do. I mean, I, I generally say to guys that you should aim for probably about 30 approaches a week if you're serious about getting dates. Um, I would say that that's what you would probably need to do in London to are get you, like a, to get to get days from cold approach. Yeah. Are because, you paying um, on all your first dates? Say say again. Sorry. Are you paying on all your first dates? Um, yeah, normally I do. Yeah, I, I I I generally just I don't really discuss it or anything. I just take my wallet and pay for it, and then the girl has the option to like interject or whatever. Normally I just say, oh no, don't worry about it. So I I got this. Is that um, not very expensive for you, depending on the amount of... Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it can on. be. It can be, actually. But I, I normally go to, like, cheap, crappy places anyway. So, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't... Well, the thing is, I don't, like, go to, like, really extravagant places. And I don't really um, go to... I don't really wine and dine that much. I generally go to, like, just a simple drink in a bar, something like that. Um, uh yeah, but yeah, you're right, it can add up. It can definitely add up. So you have to be a little bit careful about that. Have the places that you've chosen for dates impacted yours, your success rate at all? Because some of us girls are bougie. Um, yes, um, yeah. Uh, logistics are definitely important, like where the place is, um, where you live, if you're planning on getting her back, that can definitely be uh, a big factor as well. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, what I try to do, um, you know, if it's a bar, you know, I'm looking for like a place where it's quite dimly lit, there's a nice kind of romantic atmosphere. Um, and there's ideally like sofa seating, because there you can sit next to the girl, you can, it's much easier to touch and, you know, escalate physically rather than, you know, if you're sitting, think about like, you know, a traditional like coffee date setting where you're sitting opposite, it can be a bit awkward if you're like touching in that kind of place, especially when there's like, you know people like you know all kinds of people like you know women with families uh, you know families old people etc um around so yeah uh, the venue is important 100% and it can make a big difference 100% yeah is and that's why like it's quite important to plan it out i tell guys actually yeah you should try and plan out what you're going to do on the date how you're going to do it where you're going to go etc what do you do for second and third dates? Is it the same thing or do you try and keep it in the home? Um, it can be the same thing for me. Um, it depends. So like, depends where I am as well, because, um, and it depends, you know, what I'm, what kind of mood I'm in as well. So sometimes I'll do like activity dates. Uh, you know, last year in Ukraine, I was doing a lot of activity dates. So like, I would go to like a, an amusement park I would go to like a water park, uh, various kind of fun activities. Um, 
partly because I wanted to do them anyway and I enjoyed it. Um, so it's a good excuse to do that with a girl as well on a date. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's, it's kind of like more the same, really. Um, you know, go for a drink, sit down somewhere. Um, yeah, go for a walk. It's good to switch it up a bit, not do the same thing over and over again, because that can be a bit boring. Um, but just say, you know, keep it spontaneous, keep it fun, um, you know, do some various activities. So, you know, sometimes in London, for example, I might, you know, maybe we'll go to like an art gallery on one date and then afterwards go to a bar. So spend like an hour in an art gallery and spend another hour in a bar, somewhere, something like that. Have you been played before by women or women? What, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? just played I think I think I, I think I know what you mean but how would you define that mugged off mugged off how would um you yes and how, yeah. would you, how would you describe it yeah I've, I've, that's happened quite a few times actually um so uh, I guess because okay, so, I've got a few stories really but yeah I mean when I was in uh, the worst Mexico, one the worst one preferably okay um I don't know if it's the worst, but recently, actually the first date I went on here, this is my second time in Ukraine. So like the first date I went on here, uh, basically the girl, um, basically I met this girl, her English was very, very bad, but we decided to meet up anyway. Um, she, she actually came to the date with her friend, which for me, you know, it's not really ideal because her friend was supposed to kind of act as like a translator. But again, it's just it's just not really ideal when it's two girls and one guy. I mean, if I had a friend as well, it would have been fine. But yeah, so basically um, we sat down. Um, her English is very, very limited. The conversation was a bit awkward because it was just a bit of a language barrier. Well, it was very much a language barrier, even with the translator. So it's just like short sentences, short answers, just jumping around like lots of different questions. And it wasn't a very substantial conversation. Um, but then she started asking me questions about like, what do you do here? How long are you going to be here? What are your plans, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously I'm not going to lie to her. I'm not going to, you know, I try to be like honest. I just say, yeah, I'm living here for now, but I travel around a lot and stuff. And she sort of, she kind of interpreted that as maybe me being like a sex tourist. Um, and so she then speaks Russian with her friend for a bit. And her friend then uh, says, nice to meet you, shakes my hand and then leaves. And so I'm thinking, oh, her friend's leaving us to it then. Okay, cool. Um, but then the actual girl follows her friend out as well, doesn't actually say anything. She just follows her friend out. And uh, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe she's just gone for like a fag break or, or, or to the toilet or something. But no, she just left. She didn't say anything, just left, just straight like that. And so that, that kind of annoyed me a bit. But yeah, it's, uh, that was harsh. <laughs> but that's just one of the things, yeah. I mean, played in another sense. So not just stood up, but I mean, has a girl like manipulated you in the past? Oh, right. Um, not really. I mean... Led you I've, on? Mm, not really, no. I mean, I've had some girls who acted a bit funny or like they were being a bit emotionally manipulative, but that stuff doesn't really work on me anyway. So uh, <laughs> no, not to be honest, not... With the sex no. tourism thing, with lots of PUAs and dating coaches, cold approach guys, going to places like Ukraine um, or places in Russia or Brazil um, to meet women, do you think that's kind of hindered the success rate in a way because now women feel that they're just here to hook up with 
beautiful women from their country and it's a form of sex tourism well kind of yeah but the thing is um you know sex tourism was happening way before like you know the pickup guys went over there and really there's only really a handful of like you know I guess like coaches or going over there and obviously there's a few other guys who are part of you know part of the community who are um, going over there but it, it's not like an epidemic it's not like you know some kind of mass immigration thing it, it's, it's just a few guys going over there and yes it can have an impact you know if a girl has been approached before by a foreign guy then it's going to feel a bit weird that, that happened to me last year in Serbia actually where um, I approached one girl or a couple of girls and um, she told me oh I've already been approached by another guy from London and that, that and then obviously that means that it, it just seems a bit weird at that point and it's not really going to go anywhere um, but yeah um, yeah it, it, sex tourism is a thing I mean a lot of the girls in these countries they, they know that foreign guys go over there because they know that they're some of the most beautiful girls in the world um, and, and they know that it's a definitely a thing um, however that's kind of like the negative view of it the positive view would be that you know a lot of these girls do want to meet foreign guys they do they do like foreign guys they think it's cool to meet foreign guys uh potentially they want to leave their own country at some point in the future um and this could be a potential avenue for that as well so, so they're seeing it as yeah, a carrot that is being dangled potentially potentially some for some yes for some not necessarily but um yeah it could potentially be uh how do you feel about that? Because I have seen, I hate to compare it to this, but I've seen some programs, some series, 90 Day Fiance, where there are women from poorer countries that, are, that want to escape that, that type of poverty. And um, traditionally, they do believe in supporting their families. So they will marry a white man or a Western guy, USA, um, UK, that they've met online and then move over with them in order to get money to support their family back home and for better opportunities abroad. Do you feel that some women are holding on to that hope when a foreign guy approaches them? And how, do you feel like it's, um, what's the word? What is the word? It's like, the word has completely slipped my mind, but is it, is it, what's the, oh, I can't think of the word. Like, <laughs> Pardon? Like, like, what do you mean? Like, um, do you mean like manipulative or do you mean uh, abusive or? Not abusive, uh, but do you feel like it's, it, I guess in a way a bit manipulative, like these women want, you know, better mm. lives for themselves, better lives for their families. If they hook I don't, you, yeah. there's a I, I, of, UK passport, USA passport, better life. No, I don't think it's manipulative from their point of view because you know that. It, I it's mean, not from your point of view, from your point of view, not from their point of view. Well, either way, because I'm looking at it from their point of view anyway, because you know I, I look trying to be objective about these things. It's not just about my what I think; it's also about what they think. That's equally as important. Um, so, like you know, it's not their point. It's not their fault that they were born in a poorer country. And that they're trying to better their lives that, that I could never hold that against anyone um, and so uh, yeah I, I don't think it, it's necessarily min what they're doing is manipulative um, however you know there might come a point where people do need to communicate a bit better in terms of what their expectations are for the future um, 
so like for me i would never ever string a girl along for months on end um pretending that i'm gonna be the one to be with her for the rest of her life i would never ever do that to a girl because it's just not being honest and in the same way when you apply it to something like this uh i don't think that you know i, I do think that like that you know if, if a girl is looking from a foreign country to meet a foreign guy to get that green card or to get that visa or whatever that should be at least communicated not necessarily not necessarily in those terms but at least saying you know that i want to build a life in america or in the uk or whatever um and i would like to build that with you so that that needs to be communicated 100 because that can lead to so much negative stuff in the future if these things aren't being communicated okay i see are there any questions that you would like to ask me or anything that you would like to say before we wrap up? Um, I, I guess I don't really know too much about you in terms of your stance. I know obviously you've had some maybe negative uh, like uh, experiences with some guys who maybe were delving into like the pickup stuff a bit. Um, have, have you, I guess, like, have you ever been approached by a guy like just on the street in London? Like cold uh, approach. Got a cold approach. Yeah. I have been, and it's never worked. It's I've never given my number to someone I met in in the street. I gave my number to my Uber driver on the weekend. He's married, but he was like, no, I didn't give me my number. I gave him my Instagram. Sorry. Um, He's married, but he was like, I think, I was drunk anyway, but he was like, I think my friend would be really interested in you. He's a this, 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 that type of person. And, mm. you know. And his friend was him. No, he's married. He's happily married. He's got a gorgeous wife. Uh, you, um, well, pictures of his wife say that. Um, all yeah. over the social media. And so, yeah, good conversation, nice guy. You're going to think that his friend is, is similarly yoked, obviously. But I have given my number out, I would say, in a bar. It's not really a number, it's more social media nowadays. Um, mm -hmm. When I've been out with friends, that type of thing. But day-to-day -day life, when I've been approached, cold approach, it's never ended in the way that the person approaching me would have hoped. Okay. And I guess Why the reason for me uh, yeah. doing a couple of episodes on my podcast on male dating and the communities and pickup artistry, blue pill, black pill, red pill, incels, is because I find it interesting. I was thinking about the times that I had been approached. And also a part of me would like to protect some women that may be naive or may not understand pickup artistry when it comes across in, and it's performed in a negative manner to protect themselves from being possibly used and, you know, feeling hurt, being manipulated, yeah. because some pickup artists are not as honest and will lie about who they are as a person, their characteristics. Yeah. That's really dishonest. That's not really nice. And yeah. also, incels really interest me because I followed the Elliot Roger case. I think that happened when I was 19. And I was at university at the time, and I remember before all of his YouTube videos got deleted, I did watch them to understand what he was going through. And there was some racial aspects, like some racism there, some entitlement. And I just find it interesting with incels that kind of feel entitled to women or yeah. to, to have a woman. I want to understand 
the mentality, the psychology, the background. Um, does what role does society have to play in it? I'm a journalist that's very curious about many different things. So I may research for one week, you know, try and learn as much as possible, get some interviews and then move on to, to the next stage. Plus I really love talking about sex relationships, psychology and dating, so. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, just on like your point earlier about, um, you know, getting approached by um, pickup artists. I think like, obviously there are, like you said, there are gonna be some who, you know, maybe they 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 don't have the best intentions, or 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 at least they're not going to have the same expectations that you're looking for, kind of thing. Um, however, there are you know don't I think it's important as with anything in life not to sort of generalize people too much just because they're doing certain things because yeah. you know there are a lot of guys doing it who are genuine and they do they are coming from a good place they are good people um, you know they're just trying they're just ambitious guys trying to improve their dating life um, so yeah so I know it's it's it's, it's quite common um, to associate things in general because you've had a few negative experiences you know um, but yeah I think it's just important to take things on like a case-by-case basis you know when, when a guy does approach you um, don't don't just automatically assume that he's got bad experience or he's got bad intentions just because he's doing pickup artistry or whatever. Um, I think it, it really depends on how he's doing it and the vibe you're getting from him. Um, I probably that's, that's wouldn't approach, date yeah. someone that is a pickup artist or that's just my personal thing. Um, I don't know why. I guess I'm very. You know, you said you went on a date with a woman and there was kind of like a language barrier. For me, that would be mm. a vibe killer from the gut. I couldn't go on, I couldn't even say yes to someone I couldn't communicate with because for me, like I'm, communication is my life. Um, mm. I'm a very good communicator. So I don't know if I could date someone that's into that just because I know that sometimes when it comes to pickup artistry, the person that I'm sold is not the person that I'm actually going to get. Right. If that makes sense. Perhaps, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I get that, I guess. I mean, um, yeah, but I mean, like some, some, uh, you know, for example, like I, I, I would probably argue that if you were to meet someone on Tinder, that that's probably going to be uh exacerbated even further like what you're thinking you're getting isn't actually what you're going to get um so yeah i mean the thing is just because someone's approaching you out in public um it's easy to make associations like oh he does this all the time or like or he's probably just wants me for sex you know that kind of thing but actually that's not the case oftentimes you know one guy that might approach you on the street it could be you know his it could be like the second time he's ever done it in his life because he genuinely really likes you and he genuinely really wants to build that connection with you so like I said before I think it is important to you know take everything on a case-by-case basis and and, you know just don't just make assumptions because he he likes my appearance though he can't genuinely like me day game and that type of thing is kind of the same as tinder because you are judging on looks it's I think initially yes initially yes but but um with day game you are having that interaction for like five minutes or something where you can find out about each other you know there's loads of times like when I go in to do interactions when I I like the girl's look and that is important there's no denying that that's important for a relationship um where you know I am physically attracted but uh when I go in and speak to her we're just not resonating on a personality level and then I won't ask for her number I'll just be like well, it was nice being to you. Have a good day. That happens loads of times with me. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, 
it, it's not always the same thing. That's that's just kind of my point, really. I I understand where you're coming from. I don't know. I don't. I think that obviously you do have popular communities, but it's not every day that I am coming across um, like people doing day game or or picking up um, and that type of thing. So I understand what you mean, but I don't think I'm probably going to be approached for a while now. I don't know. We, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but it also depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I may just be like, F off. Do you know what I mean? Don't talk to me. Don't look yeah. at me. Go away. Sometimes it can be like that. Sometimes you're just not in the mood to yeah, got my headphones in. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, walking. for sure. Londoners are rude. I live in London, so... <laughs> Yeah, same. I've, I'm from London as well. And uh, yeah, I've, I've experienced that a lot, a lot. Uh, you know, people are just not in the mood to talk. And that's fine because that's the nature of college approach. You know, they're not entitled to speak to you. You just have to be okay with that, not take it personally. Yeah. Any other questions? Um... Um, no, I think, um, yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, I'm not sure anything on the top of my head right now, but yeah, no, it's been good. It's been insightful. I, I agree. It's been it's been interesting. Where can people find you? Media links, website, best to reach out yes. to people to to get to to know you a bit more, to put a name to the face, face to the sure, name. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So um, my my YouTube channel is called uh, Ed Game Coaching. So that's Ed Game Coaching, not not to be confused with End Game. So if you just type in Ed Game the Avengers film comes up. So that's why I put coaching at the end as well. So yeah, Ed Game Coaching. Uh, if you type that in on YouTube, you'll you'll find my YouTube channel. And then my uh, my website is ed-game.com. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to Well, cool, yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, thanks a lot for your time as well. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next week, Monday, for a new guest and a new exciting topic. Feel free to check out more of my content at ebbyonline.com.